We're live. We're live. We're live and alive. We're live. Uh, Love and alive news. What was your local channel? What was your? Did you guys ever watch the news with your parents, like at night? Mm. I think it the was. The only like, thing I can think of is KCRW, but that's a that's a radio not, station. Yeah, 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 definitely a radio station. You had KCRW all the way up in the Bay Area. No, no. What did we you have, have in the Bay? KQED. KQED. Yeah. Is that right? KQED. Yeah, KQED. That that sounds right. Yeah. Or is KQED? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. KQED. KQED stand for something like a military thing. Um, QED. No, you're thinking of KIA. Am I thinking of quote erat demonstrandum, meaning which was to be demonstrated, which is what comes up when you type in QED. <laughs> It is also, there's an urban dictionary for it. Yeah, KQED, oh, it's the same thing. That's, right. <laughs> that's the one we have. I don't think that's an urban dictionary thing. <laughs> it was it was posted in, in February 18th, 2005. Oof. It's a lot dated. Some nerdy Latin kid was like. Yeah. <laughs> Some nerdy Latin kid. Those dang Latin nerds. <laughs> I took four years of Latin in high school. I, Darius did too. I, I took two. Yeah. I took three. What a waste of time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Waste yeah. of time. You, some say it was a waste of time. I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> I, I liked learning that everything is pronounced in a very strict way. So, wait, three uh, of us took Latin in high school? Yeah. I took Spanish. Look at that. Wait, I wanted to take John, French. You took Latin in high school. I took Latin and Spanish in high school. Yeah. You took two languages. I don't know why I took two foreign languages. Two I don't. Languages I have no school. idea. But you I probably did don't it. remember any of them. Well, you probably remember some of them. I guess I think it was sold as like. I mean, it was like an elective class. It gave me a good foundation for, or it like enhanced my French and Spanish, and learning about declensions is cool. The I've West. tried to explain declensions to people. People don't get what declensions. That? It's really what are difficult. declensions? Yeah. So there's no, I mean, there's a rough sentence structure in Latin. But what's cool about it is technically you could scramble all the words and you could still figure out how every word relates to another one because they are relative. Um, they are each other. declined. Yeah. So basically it's like conjugation of nouns is the simplest way to describe it. But you could, you could say what type of role the, the noun or the word is, is taking in the sentence. So you can have a possessive declension. So we actually have that in English where we have the apostrophe S. So this is making zero sense to me. It, you, you know, they like, would mix up the word order and it would still make sense no matter so how you say it. it's just non-linear. Yeah. It's like, like, okay. Yeah. So like yeah. your name, Dylan would have a declension for every role that it plays in a sentence. So Dylan for possessive would be Delani or, so, you know, like it depending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, if, if it were like you are the thing upon which the action is performed, there's a different declension for that. So if I like I hit Dylan, your declension for Dylan would be different because I'm acting the verb on you. Whereas yeah. the declension for me would be different because I'm the one acting the verb. He's the subject and you're the object. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. It was yeah. wild. You just got objectified. You just see me as an object. <laughs> that's why that's Rome, that's why Rome fell because they got canceled for objectifying <laughs> dictators. <laughs> they had dictators in Rome. Bad dictators. Uh, Speaking of 
bad, bad dictators. dictators. Oh, that's such a <laughs> oh, smooth. Oh, wow. How how have we not how have we not had the conversation that you took Latin in high school, Jan? I feel like that's a I don't know. That's I, something that we just hadn't had a conversation. We have about. So much nerdy stuff to get to sift through. There's so much yeah. to learn. Well, Mark also took Latin. What up? I know. There's so much to learn about <laughs> did, everyone's. Mark, lives, did you go to a you know? Catholic school? I didn't go to a Catholic school. I went to a large public school in that Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. That had Latin. That's crazy. Yeah. It was a, um, <clears throat> we had a, a magnet program um, called the Center for International Studies there. And so it was, there was a robust um, language programs. I wasn't in the magnet, um, but because the magnet was there, um, they had a ton of language programs there. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. I also went to a public school that was, I don't know if you would consider 1,200 people large, but we mine had was about four larger 4, than my school. Mine, Mine was, was 400. Yeah, so Yeah. Real small. <laughs> My graduating class was, I think, like 100 people maybe. Yeah. I knew so you everyone. could feasibly pretty easily know everybody at your school. I knew, we did. well, I didn't know every, I probably saw everyone, right? I knew everyone's faces. I didn't yeah. know everyone's names particularly, but like oh. I, I could recognize everybody there. Yeah. I'd be like, who is that person and why are they on our campus? Because yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd know that they weren't. Your your our tribal brains are, are really good at being like, wait a second, what the fuck is that? Maybe that <laughs> I honestly could not imagine going to a, a big high school. I couldn't. It, it sounds really <laughs> stressful to me. It wasn't bad, honestly. I mean, you you had your friends and you knew. I mean, because there was like four thousand kids at the school. My graduating class. By the time people dropped out and stuff, it was like six fifty, seven hundred people. Um. Wow. And so my, my graduation was really boring. Um, I was the student council president. So I graduated um, after the valedictorians graduated. So it was like, there was like 10 valedictorians um, and then me. And so valedictorians, 10 people tied. You only, the only thing to get it to be valedictorian is you had out of 4.0 GPA. So if you got straight A's through school, you were a valedictorian. Um, And so my parents, how many valedictorians did you have? 10. Did they all give a speech? They all gave a speech. It was so boring. What the fuck? So boring. So my parents had had to listen to 10 speeches then the 10 valedictorians graduate, the salutatorian graduates, the the senior class president and the senior class officers graduate, and then the student council officers graduate. And then my parents had to listen to 600 other names and Jesus just sit there. Christ. They didn't even like get to my letter in the alphabet. So. Our valedictorian and for my college graduation, they took uh, basically pitches for who got to do the speech. It wasn't like whoever's the smartest gets to do the speech. It was like... You can submit a proposal, and we're gonna pick who has the best speech. Uh, and I submitted a a bit to have somebody who was the actual valedictorian start a speech, and then I would come bursting behind the curtain with like a beard and like some future dress and pretend that I came from the future, and then <laughs> take over the speech and tell everyone that they they all succeeded in life. They so didn't pick funny. me. No, that's too bad because that would have been amazing. It'd been way more interesting. I know, I know. That would have been so funny. Way more interesting than my stupid high school. Although we did get to graduate at the um, 
the arena the magic play in because there's Whoa. a million of us. That's uh, I graduated cool. in a barn. <laughs> in a barn. <laughs> Equally as awesome. I went to the same high school as uh, Mark's partner. Uh, and I think I was the last graduating class that graduated in a barn. I, par- I graduated actually with <laughs> with um, the sister of, of, of yeah his Mark's sister. Partner. How big was the barn? It's big ass barn. I mean, like it's it's a, it's <laughs> it's like a country. It's like a suburb. It's hard to describe where I grew up, but it's like a suburb. But it's also a very country suburb. Uh, less so now. Uh, Wait, but is yeah. it like one of those weird kind of like uh, famous, fake barns that are famous like alumna? New? Famous yeah, alumna of Jan's high school, Marjorie Taylor Green. Wow, okay, we don't talk about really it. what? God, when I found that out, I was so Jan. ashamed. Jan, that's what did like your high school do at the high school? <laughs> she graduated in 1990, by the way, or something like that. I graduated in 2005. I'm still holding you responsible for this. It is our yeah. fault. It's actually your fault, specifically. Hey, my my district is now Democrat. That's really crazy. It would be unthinkable a decade ago Dang. that my district turned Democrat. So, well, not that that's much it, better these days. Yeah, I think we, it is. <laughs> I think it is Marjorie Taylor Green who has a podcast that Milo Yannanopoulos is like her. Oh, no, like intern. Oh Ooh. my god. That like dude. intern slash like producer of the podcast. Oh. Yeah. That guy, his Just, his fall from Republican Grace went quick. He uh well, once you get into pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. Out outward po- yes. uh, exposed yeah. pedophilia. Yeah, that happens real fast. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I need a, I need your I need you and everybody, I guess, who's watching at this point's uh uh, opinion on this bumper sticker that I'm working on for our Ooh. for our show merch 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 uh, we need to make merch. some merch hell's yeah hell's yeah I like it um is it is it simple enough or should I like get a little more flowerly with like the with I like the, the simple um, font you gotta keep it simple with everything's the bigger on Bajor even the font <laughs> yeah with the bumper sticker you gotta keep it simple right that's I the feel most like there's gotta be some visual representation of like what's a thing that's Bajoran that's bigger. But we there's not a clear we, we there's it's all about the implication, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just put Bajor's like symbol. That's it. Yeah. Like I the, think that's <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. Um, it's a very specific But bit. maybe just everything's bigger needs to be a little bit smaller relative to Bajor and Bajor a little bit bigger. I think that would Okay. This is one all of those right. bumper stickers, like once you get close, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's really neat. Well, I'm. Yeah, I do. I am gonna put our. I'm gonna put track to the holodeck on it. So that's the last thing I need to add to it. But like in a corner or something, or yeah, like I think off in the right hand corner to balance out the. Uh, I or I could put the track to the holodeck on the right hand side and put everything's bigger on beige or in between the beige or and the track to the holodeck sign. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Throw up some uh, some some on the Discord of the, uh, the yeah, general Discord yeah. of which we have. Wow. Remember earlier when Mark tried to transition us into the actual episode? I tried so fucking hard, fucking futile, futile, futile attempt. <laughs> Mark tried to do that, and I was like, "You don't, you nah." We're yeah, definitely don't you know not the first talking about the minutes <laughs> of our podcast is now just anything we want to talk about. No, <laughs> it's actually, a yeah. Latin podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We got to get our, uh, you know, we don't hang out a lot. 
So this is our <laughs> only time to really hang out and talk about stuff. <laughs> I still can't believe we spent 15 minutes talking about nuclear energy oh last God. episode. <laughs> Mark's just I was listening and Holocaust. I was just like, what are we doing? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I think it's important that people know. It is important that people know. I think it's know. important. <laughs> what episode did we watch? Warlord today? Voyager Season 3 Episode 10. Came out Warlord. 20th of November, 1996. Woo! I guess it was around Thanksgiving time. So, Did, did we actually introduce ourselves? Episode. Oh, I'm, I'm Jan. <laughs> I'm Darius. <laughs> I'm Dylan. And I'm Mark. And <laughs> welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. This yeah, is the we're podcast. Not, I mean, Mark, we're not like gonna be we're not like trying to be friendly to anyone who hasn't listened <laughs> yeah. to this episode fuck before. off if this is your we first oh, new listeners, listeners fuck you guys <laughs> yeah you're gonna figure it out shitheads you're about to get thrown into the thunderdome and you gotta figure this shit out <laughs> decline this bitches thrown into the thunderdome we're like a latin podcast we put all the intros at the end you just have yeah. to figure it out it's non-linear we're, it's non we're declining everything so that you can figure it out Whatever, whenever, and however. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, buckle, put uh, put on your <laughs> sexiest warlord clothes. Put on, put on, put on those things that mask your face so that nobody knows who you actually are. Uh, and uh, and then like put that little clampy thing around yeah, your, your neck your, that's supposed to be like a crown or collar it on your, or whatever it was. Yeah, your ot- like that. Yeah, the otak collar. It feels oddly sexual in some way. <laughs> um, yeah, and, <laughs> and then like just go around ripping the 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 face masks off of people, going like Tuvok. I know you're here. I know you're here, Tuvok, because you're about to go on your trip. Israel, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Um, this is a really sexy episode for some reason, and I still can't figure <laughs> out why. Like this is this was the perfect episode to let Kess like be something, and I feel like the producers are like, yeah, but be sexy about it. Like, make a, you're a man, sexy. yeah, in a woman's body, so get all sexual. They like gave her a shot. They were like, listen, if you don't step up in this episode, we're gonna replace you with the most objectified <laughs> 1990s kid. Like, We're definitely going to write you out of the show if you don't do a great job. I thought she I, was pretty great. I mean, she's the only time she's ever gotten to do anything interesting, Jennifer Lean. Well, she is the most boring character on Voyager. They blew yes. it with her. Yeah. Which is yeah. saying something because Chakotay is on this show. And, uh, Neelix is on the show. <laughs> Harry Kim is on this show. So. I have to say, though, it's weird because like the first thing that you see, and I sent this in our group text, but oh, I'll send God. it in the group oh, the, the Discord. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. The first thing, it's not even sexual specifically towards uh, Kess. It's this weird shot of <laughs> Neelix getting his toes jerked <laughs> off. It's the like first thing. Moaning. It's not sexual for you. <laughs> Let's be honest. 
<laughs> no, but it's. I just don't understand why. I don't know why the the episode this, is sexual. It, I just don't understand. This, I put it in my notes. There, there whole, are two zoom in shots of Neelix's feet. Feet. Yeah, it's disgusting. Of this, his gross Talaxian feet. Ugh. This whole foot massage like intro was like to me a straight like rip of any scene with Quark getting yes. his ears fondled. Hundred percent. Yeah. Talaxians. Yeah. Are, it was are him Delta doing Quadrant a bad impression of it. with feet instead of ears. The, I also want to say that the uh, I had the subtitles on. First thing that comes up. First thing that comes up, and I paused it because I was going to make coffee. Yep. Neelix with his tongue out, eyes crossed, and it said, <laughs> moaning ec- ecstatically. <laughs> I was like, I can't. <laughs> he was having a good time. Poor Ethan Phillips. It's too early. Episode, I need my man. coffee. <laughs> he's got to do the foot job scene. He's, he, then he's got to do the dancing scene once everybody fucks with, fucks with his hollow programs. Yeah. And then he also has to get broken up with in his, his again, his holodeck program. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, he kind of deserved to get broken up 100%. with. 100%. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Yes. It was 100% like you're controlling my life situation. Stop. So. Yeah. I think I remember when I first watched this episode, I was like, Hey, Kez is finally figuring it out. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. Oh. She just has a <laughs> dictator in her body. No, Never mind. I know. Uh, the way I said it was the dictator read Kes's mind, yeah. saw that she was in a super abusive and oppressive relationship, and was like, you know what? This is for we're you. Yeah, I'm, do- I'm getting us out of this. And- I, got a, okay, I got a question. How bad really is this guy? I know he's mad and stuff. <laughs> How bad? Yeah, but like. I'm always, always gonna question when the the people in charge are like, this guy's a terrorist and he's trying to destroy things. He wanted to put flowers in everyone's garden, <laughs> but that was because of Kess. That was because of Kess. Who knows? Maybe not. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's I here's the thing: the moment you start like, like taking over people's consciousnesses and bodies to fulfill your goals, I think you. You you you're in the evil category against their will. Yeah, yeah. No, fair, right? But like, but but here's the deal: was he doing it for the people? That's the or thing. was he doing it for himself? Yeah. For himself. Because you know, it kind of it kind of feels like uh, there's a little bit of like Stalin energy going on here, where like in the <laughs> beginning he did like the right thing, and yes. then like. Because of all the, the 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 money people, he started to get really paranoid. And um, kind of yeah, guy. they did say Kess was his first because he's been living for over two hundred years. They did say Kess the Kess was the first unwilling host. So every other host yeah. he's had has actively taken him on. So the, people obviously yep. are devoted to him. Like maybe and, and he was pretty him. sick. Maybe if people were like, yeah. This guy's awesome. I'd love to hang out with him in my brain. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe these, maybe these, uh, as we can see, uh, very elite uh, Harvard-esque. Educated uh, folks. Educated kings uh, and princes uh, had a lot of money. And he was like, you you have to actually give me that money for the people. And they're like, well, fuck you. We're going to take over. And now we are going to write our story. So you're the bad guy. I mean, now, he's kind of like put a, a picture combo of me on of the Stalin wall. and Che. Like yeah. Che was very popular and stuff, but he was really horrible actually. And 
killed a fuck ton. Like, yeah, like he was squad. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like a little bit of A, a little bit of B. People are complex, especially warlords, especially warlords, really complicated people. <laughs> you got uh, to get your hands dirty if you want to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, take over somebody's body. Yeah, I, I think you lose a little bit of yourself. I think it's pure ego. You know, he's pure ego, I think, is what, what I get from this. And um, it's it's a little bit disturbing. I, f- I actually also felt a little Shakespearean. You know, he's made this sort of Faustian bargain. He's. Mm-hmm. I know that's literally not Shakespeare. That's Marlowe, <laughs> <laughs> the Faustian bargain. It, had, it definitely had like a... Definitely had like a uh, Roman vibe to it as well, like mm-hmm. like Caligula style, or you know, however you want to. Everybody sit down and die. Sick Roman Empire, you want to think of? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna eat. It's just riddled with wealth disparity, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, there's nothing else like it, is there? <laughs> Not in the modern age. <laughs> uh, so I think we can figure out why this episode's so wild. Uh, first of all, the teleplay was by Lisa Clink. Uh, and second of all, the story was by Andrew Shepard Price and Mark Garberman, who wrote the Tuvix episode. Uh-oh. Was, Uh-oh. And it was also a researchers and writers for Jeopardy? Yeah, apparently they, they, they are researchers and writers for Jeopardy questions. That's cool. That explains. I was watching Jeopardy the other night, and they said one of the qu- clues was, this was the greatest episode of voyager of all time and the the answer was jeopardy it i mean was, the answer was two the answer was two yeah it's another movie where there's a sort of a body horror like combination of consciousnesses idea like mm-hmm. clearly andrew shepherd price and they mark really Gaberman have a, 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 a thing about this about merging yeah. merging, merging people merging consciousness yeah 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 i mean it's kind of cool I, I think it's fascinating uh, it was directed by David Livingston, who's done a bajillion episodes. David. Price, uh, you want to do music? Or, uh, <laughs> I don't have the one sheet. And the music was by... <laughs> <laughs> Yokiro. Yokiro? David Bell? David Bell. <laughs> yes. And you could tell. Good Lord, could you tell. the yeah. The confrontation scene... Um, was uh, it felt like it was out of Les Miserables? I, I, just let him <laughs> let him talk it out. It doesn't have to be scored the whole time. I was uh, so it? frustrated. But doesn't it? <laughs> they really, it's like they really didn't trust the, the acting. The acting to just hey, go for it. It was like, oh, tell me what to feel, Mr. David Bell. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what to feel. Um, let's do the recap and then. I'd, actually, before we do the recap, this is something I'd like to do. I'd actually like to shout out one of our our fans uh, and who yeah. donated to our our coffee. I think is what it's called. Oh, what right? up? Coffee. Yeah, thank coffee. you um, so much. It's Azubs uh, on our Discord. Uh, so thank yeah. you so much. Really appreciate it. That helps us maintain the streams, basically, and <laughs> yeah, do all the maintenance stuff. Yeah, put it towards maintenance, put it towards the Zoom uh, so we don't get cut off after 45 minutes. Uh, yeah. It, uh, it, it, it pays for uh, uh, our, our legal viewing our legal of Star fees. Trek. 
Yeah. It, it, it pays for our legal fees when we inevitably get sued Dude. by Paramount Plus. We're, we are, We're creating this- a legal slush fund for, for inevitable <laughs> showdown with CBS Viacom. That's what uh, our coffee is for. <laughs> but sincerely, thank you so much. And, um, yeah. you know, if you're a listener and, and you do have, you know, some, the inclination, please do consider donating. We don't, we're never going to make any money off of this podcast. This is not our job. Yeah. This is not our job. But, uh, but it, it, it does definitely go, helps yeah. relieve the burden a little bit on this, us. Um, th- this, this podcast was brought to you by the Bejor Foundation. Um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, uh, Cisco uh, and uh, viewers like you. <laughs> we should do one of those at the end and be kind the, of fun. The, the, the Ye- Yates and Cisco Foundation. Yates. The Yates and Cisco Foundation. Uh, <laughs> and more importantly, viewers like you. Viewers like you. I love that. I love it. I love that. Uh, yeah, check out our Discord too, because we're gonna. I think we're gonna make some merch of some of our most obscure bits. That Dude, we like. stickers, maybe some T-shirts. It's gonna be fun. This is merch for you know the the whatever few dozen of us that are, are know this 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 subculture that we've created. We gotta Sub-sub-culture. do merch, Jan, because yeah. it's advertisement. We gotta do, we gotta adver- <laughs> We'll get more we're, listeners we're, if we're, we're creating. Jan, I have to. I have to wear a trek to the holodeck uh, cut, sleeveless cutoff down uh, Hillhurst uh, Boulevard in Los Feliz, so all the hipsters can be like, "What's that? Yeah, yeah. What do you, what's that shirt? Oh, it's a it's a podcast. You got to get. Oh, it, like, you're not listening. Holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. Is hips are <laughs> hipsters it. a thing? I feel like it's. A, I feel like everyone's a hipster now. Yeah, it's tough in LA. Like, which where does the line get drawn? I think right. I don't know. I, I'm, there must be a new version of hipsters coming out with Gen Z, right? I feel like hipsters, Jocks. that's like 2012. It's very yeah. 2012. Yeah. yeah. Top yeah. buns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that our, our perception of what a hipster is is probably just now a millennial. Just that's a normal just person. Millennial. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what are what are the, the weird people of the, the Zoomers? I think the weird ones are the ones who are very... Like, normal no like boomers <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> i would expect a gen z hipster to be somebody who wears a suit and tie and has a is happy with their nine to five office job <laughs> i have no idea i'm not cool enough we You're are on cool tiktok enough. now though so Uh-oh. oh yeah TikTok. we are we'll, TikTok. we'll figure it out we do that it's where all the zoomers like, hang out right I think they're gone at this point. I think we've we've scared them off the planet. Where are they now? What are they on? Be Real or something? Is that where all the kids hang out? I don't know. I don't it's know. got some Be name real. that I can't pronounce, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll hear about it in about 10 years. And then yeah. we'll get on it and scare them all off. Anyway, <laughs> shall we do that recap? Yeah. Who's doing it this week? Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, not, I'm gonna not do to it. put Mark in that position. Plus, I haven't, I haven't, done, I haven't done a recap in a while. I don't know. Well, you're still off the. You're off the out of off the, the docket. <laughs> okay. I don't mind Voyager recaps because I can <laughs> skip so many details. It's those DS9 recaps that screw me over. <laughs> Somebody have a timer for me. I got it. I got it. You don't have to Dylan's worry about got it. it because DuckDuckGo has it. a timer. Ready? Okay. Whenever you're ready. 
Neelix's feet are real sensitive because uh, he's opened up a Talaxian program for everybody to hang out in that becomes recurring throughout the rest of this series. Uh, also, Voyager beams up a warlord and two of his buddies. The warlord dies but transfers his consciousness to Kess. She's very interesting for once, is horny all over the place. Tuvok helps Kess fight the warlord out of her brain and uh, Ensign Martin dies. Nobody bangs, but it gets real close a lot of times. And uh, yeah, that's it. you did a great job. That was great. That was, that was a great job. You Thanks, nailed guys. it. Good job. That may yeah. have been the best, the best one yet. Oh wow! You, <laughs> you really, really hit touched all the points. With that. It kind but, of exposes yeah. how little actually happens while she's the warlord. Yeah. I love all those scenes in that chamber. That's a great little set. That's what feels the most Shakespearean to me is it all takes yeah. all the action takes place in that one set basically. Mm-hmm. And she's just slowly yeah. unraveling. It's like they just didn't have a lot of money. No, definitely not. No, that's my favorite part of, <laughs> I mean, obviously all of Star Trek is they don't have enough money. So they just do that one set and you just have to imagine that it's a whole like empire. Also when uh, they're on the holodeck and they're like, Oh, I'm going sailing. I'm going surfing. Yeah, that sounds cool. And you're like, then they run off camera. Right? Yeah, you're, you're just, just in a weird room. <laughs> That's that one Paramount Resort set gets a lot of play, even in episodes that aren't on that holodeck program. They I often go to that. planets that are that are that set. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, was that set Risa at one point? Probably. I feel like that set Probably. was Risa at Probably. one point. It has Risa vibes. Well, I think they re they go back to the modified. Talaxian Resort, like in four or five more episodes this yeah. season, yeah. Don't they? Oh yeah, this this is the episode where uh, the Harry Kim. This is the place where the Harry Kim episode, and then they just like swipe it out from underneath Harry Kim, mm-hmm. like he's on a date with the uh, what he thinks is a hollow holodeck yeah. character, Love and then that. Tuvok takes it, yeah, <laughs> swoops uh, him right out from underneath him. Got him. <laughs> what an episode? Tuvok block. Tuvok block. Yeah, <laughs> this was also the this is also the holodeck, um, and it might have been the same episode where we get a uh, um, Vorik. Is it Vorik that's on Voyager? Uh, yeah, Vorik is on Voyager. Getting yep. all horny for Balana. Oh God! What yep. a freak Bon far season. Bon far season. season comes in hot. That'd be a good bumper sticker. Every weekend is Ponfar season. <laughs> Don, we can't just wing. we can't just keep doing now, bumper now that stickers. Creating, we can't just be like, all right, that's a good bumper that's sticker. A good bumper now, sticker. That's, <laughs> good, that's a good bumper yeah, sticker. That's a good bumper sticker. That's a good bumper sticker. New new <laughs> phrases to stickers. come out of this podcast. <laughs> At this point, it's just memes. They're just memes. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing memes anymore. I'm exclusively sorry, Mark, bumper stickers. The original. What meme. are bumper stickers? But memes for your car. I mean, the it's true. Meme. <laughs> Truly the original meme. Uh, I cannot believe that you just said that bumper stickers are meme for your car because that is that is what they are. Yeah. And I'm so happy. It's that just, should be a bumper sticker. I, I'm just imagining now a 30 Rock bit or something like that where like a, a kid asks like Liz, you know, like, what's a bumper sticker? And she's like, they're like memes, but for your car. For your car. <laughs> it feels like if they were to do a revival episode, you know, like, like she had a kid or whatever car. with uh, whoever. Did she end up now with James Chris Cross. Yeah. They had yeah. two kids, but they adopted them. Right. Yep. I want a car company. I want a car company out there to, to put a screen 
on their bumper and allow you to put digital bumper stickers on yeah. your car. It's like I, a feature that you can pay like 10 bucks a month for. <laughs> of course. That, it's a <laughs> trillion dollar idea right there. You are now able to put digital bumper stickers in the back of your car. What a nightmare. <laughs> what an absolute nightmare. It's for, it, it would be, I think like Priuses are the cars that would have it the most. There's a right. specific it, it, breed right. of of like extreme people You'd have on to both pay. sides. Yeah. <laughs> just like it I gotta cover like those pickup trucks. The yeah. pickup trucks. Yeah, yeah and you could customize your coexist bumper sticker to however yeah. you want it to be. Yeah. Hilarious. It sounds like <laughs> something that you Prius. would have to buy third party though. You couldn't it wouldn't come with the car. They'd be like these big chunky <laughs> LED things that you stick on the back of your car so that eventually all the cars will look like uh, the Santa Santa sleigh from the Grinch with all those fucked up lights in the front, <laughs> just like a bunch of different LED uh, bumper stickers. Be pretty cool. This yep. episode had several guest stars. <laughs> Are we? Is, is our subconscious just being like we don't want to talk about Star Trek anymore? We're just we're done. No, it's Voyager. No, I just want to talk about Voyager. <laughs> I don't think we've watched very good Star Trek episodes. It's been pretty rough. <laughs> it's been a rough stretch. It's been a rough stretch. Uh, uh, Voyager month that will never end. <laughs> Anthony Cravella was Adin. Don't remember who that one was. Me Brad either. Greenquist was Demos. Uh, Galen Gorg was Nori. She was. Uh, she played Jake Sisko's wife in the alternate reality in The Visitor. So that's that's interesting. Cool. Uh, Charles Emmett played Resh. Carl Wiedergott was Amaron. Uh, Carl, interestingly, provided a vo additional voices for The Simpsons for 12 years on 253 episodes. So, <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice work, buddy. That guy's making a fun, lot of money. Fun fact about Brad Greenquist. He was in DS9 uh, in one of my favorite episodes, Who Mourns from Mourn? Oh yeah, Aww. he's one of the. Um, so you know, Morn has all of his like partners who helped him rob the bank, and one mm -hmm. of them is the idiot set of brothers, alien brothers. He's one of the brothers in that, and I love that. So there were multiple DS Nine crossovers here. Um, uh, That's really sweet. And the other big one, which isn't on the list here, is Tyrion, the dictator. Oh, I I omitted Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> he would go on to play um Duran in DS9. Oh, um yes. helping Ezri with her like rifle that shoots t like the teleported yes. bullets through the walls. Yes, oh, the hollow um, bullets. Yeah, Love that he he plays Duran later uh in season 7 of DS9. So Yes. Love which Star is, Trek family. Which is a great great episode. The serial killer Dax. Oh, what a That gets what a, a shout out episode. in um Lower decks, the the yeah. gun that shoots the bullets through the walls. Yeah, the, you, you pointed that out to me, Mark. When the, they're playing, when they're Clue, playing right? Clue, Space yeah. Clue, <laughs> on Wedge Dodge that we watched two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so uh, there's what is there to talk about, guys? Um, Other than what we've already talked about. Uh, Jennifer Latin. Leanne gets to have so much fun in this and she's like yeah. way overdoing it, but it's hilarious to see like a tiny five foot three waif just run around and bully people. 
using her <laughs> telepathy is. to melt people's brains. It's pretty yeah. I wish we saw more of that. I wish we saw more of her like fucking with people uh, with her telepathy. That would have yeah. been fun. People really genuinely fear that. Her yeah. and Tuvok's scene where they're like, she's like using her telepathy to like talk to him and stuff. He managed to unlock a lot of powers there. I don't, why doesn't she you do that? Yeah. Like, the like, you're saying, terrible. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be brain melting all the time. Like, have her levitate stuff. I don't know. Use some powers. That'd be cool. She could be like a wizard. Yeah, like a witch, like a space witch. <laughs> yeah, go into people's minds and be just be like, you're lying. You know, <laughs> shit like that. You know? Yeah, interrogate she, people. She, yeah, she. They should have made her like a, a series long, like a, a season long bad bad guy before they they wrote her off the show. That would have been cool. Just like let her like go off and like fester. Take a ship from some alien, and then like they kind of do that, like, but not a season long. They just turn her into no. like a bad guy just once. Make her evil at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really strange what they did. Anyways, uh, we know why they did it. We know why. They we did know it. why. Can we talk about the metal plates and spring rolls in the hair of all these guys? Oh yes. I okay. <laughs> You mean the Kazon? Not K- is it Kazon or what's the it, other? Yeah, K- it it looks yeah, like the Kazon. the rejected Kazon head, head design. Put like, it on top. Yeah, they're like they didn't go with that one, but they already had made five or six of the headdresses, so they might as well use them. <laughs> I okay. I thought these were their heads. I thought this was part of their skin. I thought it was a hat. I thought it was their heads. I thought it was a hat. Yeah, I thought it was their heads. <laughs> I. Why Why would that evolve? Okay, that's not a fucking real question in There's Star Trek. There's a dinosaur that has a big hard head like that. And they also got weird little tubes on their fucking nose. Oh, why that would that dude, adapt? When that dude had the brain aneurysm from Kess and he started <laughs> bleeding out of his top nostrils and not his bottom nostrils. That's actually so pretty gross. good. That's pretty good costume design, though. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> they why would they have <laughs> top nostrils and bottom nostrils? Well, yeah, exactly. What if what if their bottom nostrils are underwater? What if they yeah, evolve to they like evolve their like head this. up over water? They and then, like, like an alligator. And their and so main they predators, left. their main predators, hit them on the head with sticks, and so that's why exactly. they have the plates on their heads to keep them from getting hit on the heads with sticks. They're like whack a moles. They're like water whack a moles. No, I, I asked it as a genuine question. And I think we're answering it right that's now. That's how they evolved. They got all the spring rolls there for their prey because the prey yeah. love spring rolls. So the prey look around for the spring rolls, and then they pop out, and then they whack them like whack a mole. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Oh, well, I think that's it for us. It's been a great show, guys. We figured <laughs> Good job, it out. everyone. Uh, <laughs> we figured it out. We figured out what we wanted to figure out. Just questions that need to be answered. Uh, R.I.P. Mm. Ensign Martin, who is a person that we see working a transporter and then gets immediately murdered. I don't I know. I missed who this. Martin is. I didn't see him get Everybody murdered. Missed it. I missed it, and I was looking for it. I saw it. <laughs> I didn't miss it. Mark saw they, it. <laughs> they kill the the emissary from the planet. Mm-hmm. They kill Ensign Martin, and then they stun Janeway. I don't know why they didn't kill Janeway. I mean, I know why they didn't kill Janeway. Stay alive, but, yeah. But they, uh, yeah, it was like bang, bang, stun, bang, bang. I imagine, stun. I imagine that the the didn't kill didn't kill Janeway. My head cannon for this. I mean, obviously, you can't kill the captain. Right. Um, 
is uh, Kess was fighting back at that moment, and she like she like was able to get the the gun turned to stun instead of like she went, beep. kill. Like, or telepathically, you know? Yeah, kind of like in Wrath of Khan when that captain, instead of shooting Kirk, just, like, shoots himself. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, just like that. (laughs) We didn't see that actually play out. It... But it happened in like real time. Yeah. Very, Definitely happened. very brief moment. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, happened. I love that the way that scene is shot, though, when the reveal of Cass being a warlord, because it, it's just a wide shot and she's not the focus in it. But then you start seeing her reach for the phaser phaser. Like, why does yeah. Cass have a phaser? She never has a phaser. <laughs> Probably stolen. That should be the first thing. Like, yeah. hey, wait, Cass, what are you doing with a gun? <laughs> you usually carry a medical tricorder. Why are you carrying a gun now? <laughs> She's all just like suited out in weapons, and people are like, Cass, why do you have weapons? No reason. What do you okay. do with that, that phaser rifle on your into, back? I've been getting into shooting. It, it helps me um, de-stress. Target shooting. Oh, okay. said I need to protect yeah. myself. Yeah, I've been getting into target shooting. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> oh man, uh, this was the was the I forget the name of these people, uh, but the rightful heir was his name Dennis. I felt like they just kept saying Dennis. <laughs> I think it was with M's Demis. Oh Demis, Demis, Demis. I just kept hearing Dennis. <laughs> that has a, Demis has a better ring than Dennis, which I'm oh. not sh- quite sure how it's possible. <laughs> Absolutely, Demis. my thing is like uh, they go to this this planted in the middle of nowhere and it's like hey it's me dennis <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> rifle rifle heir to the throne king dennis i was born i was born for i was born first my name is dennis, my name is dennis. i'm I was sorry born I, first. it just sounds like you're saying dennis which is the name in our culture oh it is it's dennis it's, it's dennis no, it's dennis how's it oh. spelled <laughs> the same way somehow <laughs> it's a d-e-n-n-i and my younger dennis. brother aiden Easy his name is aiden <laughs> It's like, I'm a millennial, so my parents gave me the millennial name Dennis, and my brother is a Zoomer, so they gave him the Zoomer name Aiden. 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 Oh, my God. (sighs) And I'm going to be king one day. I'm going to be King Dennis one day. Get this straight here, Dennis. Your name's going to be King Dennis. That's correct? Okay. Yeah, but don't you normally go by your... Wouldn't you go by your last name? No. No, we go by our first names here, King Dennis. We want to have our first name basis with our constituents let me give you some advice uh, on earth uh our royals often change their names to something more like regal maybe yeah uh, maybe cool. not maybe dennis like, dennis sounds kind of uh you know <laughs> we go like Denny. lightning or like fox well, so king fox what, what you, you want would you want me to name like take my dad's name because that's that's king ron king ron and i don't ron. No, maybe don't take your that's dad's king name ron. bad there's a captain ron. ron i'll go for a captain ron but uh <laughs> Okay, I, another thing about this, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but do they keep saying our talk? But I thought sh- shouldn't it be Autark? Like an I don't know, like our talk. I thought it was our talk. Autark. Our talk. Like an autarky. Yeah, like a autocrat. Yeah, autocracy. Uh, but I kept autocracy, hearing that's an R in there. I felt like people couldn't say Artark. it. So they were saying our talk. It just, it's a bad word to have your actors say. <laughs> like everyone was position. having a hard time yeah. with it. Don't make them do Come that. Come on, Jeopardy boys and Lisa. Jesus. 
Whichever one of you decided. I imagine somebody on set was just like, how do you say this word? I don't know. I've been saying it our talk, but like, I, I honestly can't, I can't figure out how to say it. And one of the writers but, is like, it's our talk. Jesus, Jesus why is this so it on difficult 20th, for everyone? 1996. He's got his TV. He's, got, he's on UPN. He's watching. He's like, this is it. It's just like Jeopardy, this, we're going to see what, what's going on. And Lisa's, they're all like on a little conference call. Like, this episode's really going to work. It's going to be awesome. And they just keep saying Artog. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> they wouldn't let me on set. This is why they wouldn't, they wouldn't let, let us let on, set, on set. Because they knew they let me on set. that we were going to be really anal about the word. <laughs> and like, there's one PA who's just like, guys, it's, it's Artog. It's Artark. Is it Artark? What? It's Artark. Artark. Art. Neither of them sound like real words to me anymore. <laughs> the actors are just like, not real. I don't know what you're saying. This sounds right. <laughs> just say it however you want to say just it. King Dennis. They're, they're not going to correct you. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Mark, I asked you to come along because my queer darp went off. I was like, this, <laughs> this feels <laughs> like this <laughs> might be some sort of flirtation with queerness that the show is doing in a weird 90s way. Uh, or is it just narcissism? Like this person is just pure ego narcissism, this warlord that is possessing these bodies. But anyways, I, I was curious if you had some perspective on this because it's so problematic to me. Yeah, I was getting weird vibes um, because there is a queer element to it when you have. I mean, first of all, you have a, there's also a, a like a, an assault element because you have a man yeah. literally invading a woman's body. Um, yeah. And so, but while he's in, in her brain, he literally uses he, him pronouns the whole time. Everybody continues to call him a him and uses his name. Um, and even though they're all calling the Voyager crew is all continuing to call her Kess and say she, her, all the, the followers call him. What's his name? Tiran. Tiran. And call him a him. And he still, the wife is all worried now that she's a woman. And, and it, there's just, it's just weird. It's very nineties. It's very clunky. Yeah. Um, I don't think modern Trek would do this, but if they did do it, it would be handled much better. Yeah. Um, I, this felt like, this felt like to me a situation like you're saying of the nineties where you have like, uh, a bunch like this male idea of like, well, if I was in a woman's body, I would just use my sexual yeah. guy. Right. I'd just be hot. And like, I, it's hot. Well, it's I hot. would defuse like, the situation by making out with them. Yeah. Like yeah, right. it would be so much yeah. easier if I was a woman. Yeah. I like um, to think this was, this episode was written purely like, Hey, what do you think it would be like to be in a woman's body? Yeah. And they were like, I don't know. Let's write an episode about it. No thought at all. Lisa had to like try to make it kind of work because she's, right. she's the one who actually wrote the teleplay. <laughs> yeah, the stories by the other guys. If I had boobs, yeah. I would grab them all the time. I'd grab them all the time. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? What was the first thing you would well, do if you possessed a tiny telepath's <laughs> brain? Late, later in Voyager, we have the scene, the episode where the doctor uh, takes over uh, Seven's body. Seven's mm -hmm. body yeah. and they kind of have a better it's still not good but they have a better conversation about it where she's just like you are abusing my body right, yeah. I have no consent in this and he's like oh yeah you're, you're right. making me eat all this cheesecake 
(laughs) (laughs) It also helps too that the doctor is a little bit more of an asexual character and not a distinctly chauvinistic monster. Um, Right. It, yeah, I, the what I compared it to was when we were talking earlier, what I compared it to was kind of like an Ace Ventura pet detective where you have this like trans character or a trans-ish character and it's you're the villain. You're just the villain and it's yeah. gross and not handled very well. Um, and so Kess slash Tyrion, now that I'm a woman, I'm going to try to seduce every man to get as much power as I can to take out my enemies and I have a wife, but I have no interest in her anymore because now I'm a woman. It just, it's just gross. It is. It's strange. Uh, the, the simplest explanation for me is just, just like this person isn't sexual in a traditional sense. They are sexual in a means to an end sense and they are pure. They just want power and control yeah, ego. And, and they've been doing this for 200 years. They clearly don't care about people's, even though these people are willingly giving their bodies for him to possess, it's still really fucked up. Like it's really fucked up. To I want to like, know if yeah. he's this sexy when he's not a woman. Like right. I want to know like, if like when I he's trying so. to seduce people, he's like touching their body. I think like, so. Hey, I think this is how he got back his when wife. he was in. If we if we had a flashback back in his like power hungry days, right? And he was just this like. Yeah, super sexual, hits on anybody <laughs> kind of a vibe. Yeah. Like, it might make it make more sense in our brains that this is the way he is now stuck in Kess's body. But he also... Like, what, Rasputin and like Fidel Castro, all these like horrible monsters in history were also very much, they used their sexuality as tools for control. And it was women. But he also, like, the way he immediately started exploiting her telepathic powers yeah, proves yeah. that it's like, hey, this yeah. is what I've got and I'm going to use it. And so yeah, if he didn't exactly. necessarily, again, this he's taken over multiple bodies. And so it's like he's, he's not afraid to exploit whatever host he has now. And so yeah. that's what's proved with yeah. the non-sexual side, which is the telepathic side of her. Um, and he's, which he ends up using to a, in a sexual way. Uh, he uses that in a sexual way too, when he starts to creep into Tuvok's brain and yeah. Oh yeah. Overall Make, pretty gross, pretty nineties, pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty not gross. great, Bob. 90s, I think this is maybe gross. what the Republican conception you know, or, you know, the, the, <laughs> the transphobic conception of what trans people are like, to, yeah. you know, this is the kind of thing that's, ex- that's extremely oh damaging God. in right. that sense. Like you're just to do, you just want to, Yeah. Anyways, you just want to go into women's bathrooms. Yes. Yeah, that's all you want exactly. to do. Like, yeah, completely it's like, it's like very, very one-dimensional. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, well, I'm glad that. Well, thanks for coming on and helping. I'm not to say that you're a monolith representative of all Listen. perspectives, but I knew that I was going to be clunky. <laughs> I'm happy it, to fill so. the rainbow bubble. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else we wanted to address? Um, I the confrontation scene between the two of them where it was like the set was half her quarters and half the like chambers. Yeah. Like the throne room. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the the two of them were like fighting in her brain. 
Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, I yeah. loved that scene. That, that was, was the one scene. where was I was frustrated with David Bell. I was like, let me just listen to them argue. I don't need you to score it for me. It's just like, let me listen to them argue. <laughs> let me, yeah. Um, and I loved it going back yeah. and forth and it being like, it's these are my corridors on Voyager, and he's like, I'm in the throne room. I love that. I could have used more of those scenes yeah. in this episode. I feel like kind of had some uh, Last Jedi vibes. You know, when they're like communicating the through, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 the towel scene. Is that what it's called? Um, he's in a towel, isn't he? In a towel. <laughs> oh, towel. Ta- yeah, the towel scene. I thought you said I call it a towel scene. It's actually not a towel scene because she's like, "Can't you get a towel or something?" And he's like, "No, no." Kylo. He's yeah. just naked. <laughs> um, I really uh, it, this this episode really I think highlights uh, a great Voyager like trope that that I've found um, when uh, Janeway is arguing with uh, Dennis about um, like going in uh, and he's like, we just have to, we just have to attack. Like we just got to attack. She's like, there's, we're going to save Kess and there's a better way. And then he's like, okay, well what's your way? And then Tuvok pops up over Janeway's like shoulder and knows the plan immediately. There's like no talking to be had. But he's just like, yeah, you know what? We're going to invade. And like, <laughs> Janeway's like, yeah, Tuvok, tell him the plan. Him the plan. <laughs> you got it, bud. Because that's happened so often, I feel he like. He does just pop up with the plan. Very <laughs> oh. good. Voyage is a hell of a ship. Hell of a ship. Should we go into the archives? Let's, let's pop into the old, uh, pop into the old uh, archives. Uh, pop into the old the archives. archives. <laughs> Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. There's a lot of plants in here. Uh, Yes, it is my program for uh, an arboretum. Uh, Arboretum? Yes. Arboretum? Yes. Arbrim. Arbritum. Arbritum. Ar- That's how you say you, it. You pronounce the R? Arbritum. I've been I saying Arbritum. Is it, are, are we still indoors? Is it, is it somehow still indoors with all these plants? It's Well, this is the holodeck. This, this is just a simulation that I created. I mean, I know we're on the holodeck. Our, I'm just... Our talk, Kess was was saying that we would all have an Arbritum. So, our Arbritum. Arbritum. It's just, L- Lopek, I can't see... I feel like there's too many. Like I can't. There's no. I can't move. There's so many plants. In I ground. may have create. I may have loaded too many plant assets into the Solidec program. The the arboretum has got me just locked down with plants. Yeah. No. I just. Uh, I just computer. don't want. I think there's just so many people. There's. Have you heard of all the reports of people messing with programs? I thought if I maximized the space, people wouldn't have any where to modify it. You know, they want to add thing, be able to add things to the program if it's already full. So you thought just filling, yeah. filling it with plants would stop people from messing with your program. Yeah. Plus I'm on Vulcan, like generationally, I'm what's called a millennial. So, uh, we fill the void inside ourselves by having a lot of plants. So I thought this would just, Oh, oh you're one of those. I am. I'm a Vulcan millennial. I, as you know, I'm in my mid fifties. So, oh, okay, that makes I sense. Um, I have plants, but I didn't think I was filling a void. Now I'm really thinking about my life. 
it, it is a very uh it's very uh telling how many plants somebody has in there do you guys judge you know? people on their plant how many plants they have I don't necessarily judge it's just I'd said it's really telling it sounds like judging I do you do yeah yeah this is way too many plants uh Me computer <laughs> delete plants no what you can't just do that you can't just delete and modify another person's holiday oh, program. Are you the God. one who's been doing this? I can this? like but move my arms. I mean, now. This is I, awesome. uh, sometimes it, I mean, if the, if the program's too stuffy or if there's too many feet exposed, yeah, I delete stuff. Oh, damn it. Lopec, do you not put a, do you not put a vocal, uh, a vocal lock on your holiday program? Well, I want you guys to feel like you can, you know, do stuff in the holiday program, but I just, it's like walking into a person's house. Like you don't rearrange the furniture. You, you're welcome to the food in my fridge. I'm using so, 20th century link, 21st. So you're century just being nice, yeah, you, basically. Speaking of, is there any food here? Uh, yeah, I mean, within the next six months, these should start. Yeah, no, 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 bearing no, fruit. No, 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 no. Well, like we agreed, we agreed to take our our shore leave of, uh, of two days in the holodeck with mm-hmm. you. I can't, I can't wait for these plants to grow food. Yeah. <sighs> well, you're also, welcome to use your replicator rations and have some replicated here. You just said my fridge is open to well, yeah, so Can I use your replicator rations? Can we like speed up the process of the computer at full bar? Oh, no. Computer Ooh. speed up a process about six months of plant growth. Stop. Whoa. Look, like now we have a bar with a bartender. Cool. We can we yeah. can get a little okay. drink on here. All right. And yeah. then um, computer next? computer uh, lounge chairs, please. Hey, mm-hmm. this awesome. is nice. Yeah. He's just really turning nice. the program into the program uh, we always use. <laughs> computer uh, um put ocean over to the left no, right there. Salt. You can't Thank have you. ocean water. Wow. Great. Look now at that. it's gonna ruin computer, all the plants. Computer, I think there needs to be more sand. Can we just get a no, bunch of sand, more sand under our feet? Computer, uh, can thanks. we get some music in here? Let's go with, um, um, let's do like uh, American Caribbean music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep, hey, computer. Hot babes. I need multiple hot babes. Ooh, just ooh computer. Um, let, 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 modify that. Let's do um, those from the Riker program, Harps, uh, Harp Babe 4. Can we do Harp oh, Babe 4 from the Riker Harp program? Babe 4. Yeah. Heartbeat four. Heartbeat four is awesome. <laughs> Love Heartbeat four. Oh, computer. Um, just you know, I feel like we've gone a little overboard. But computer, can we bring some potted plants in, please? Oh yeah. Make sure nice. they're fake, though. Make sure they're not real. Oh yeah. Right. And then, computer, can you save this program? Uh, overwrite uh, and save program. Don't, well, oh. why, why don't you just save a copy of this? Why don't you just save it as a copy? I gotta make one change. Is I that- gotta make one change. Uh, computer, uh, <laughs> blur all feet. If you could just blur all feet, that would be awesome. Uh, save an override program. Oh my God. Then we're well, set. See, now great. this is a program is a that program. we could spend, this is a great spend a program. few days in. Lopec, yeah, thanks for bringing us here. This is Seriously, awesome. Seriously, this is so nice of you to, to bake, make this for us. I'll just, I'll remember to bring up Lopec 764 if I ever yeah, need this a, is so great. Like a good place Can't to I might share this. it with some other people too. Yeah. Fine. Do whatever you want. It's basically not my program anymore. No, it is. It's definitely. No, you, you definitely. Made it. We're here. Yeah, you made yeah. this. Here's the other thing, guys. We were supposed to do at the beginning of this is because Ensign Martin left me in his will, and uh, he told me that he wanted to be buried in a forest representing his yeah. hometown. 
And that's what that program was. Right. And I can't do that anymore. So I'm going to um, have to create a new program. I, I, no, I got it. I got it. Um, uh, computer, um, bring in some mourners, all hot babes and bikinis, please. Yeah. Look at, that. Look at a mourning. Uh, computer, more potted uh, plants, uh, fake, but line them up in a line leading to a burial spot. And a computer, yeah, uh, uh, tiki torch, tiki torches, uh, and canoe, uh, 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 can, canoe boat, uh, casket. Ooh, just put yeah, body yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we can push them out into the ocean. And yeah, shoot, yeah. Like, yeah. Is anybody good with a bow and arrow? I could do it. Yeah, I could probably Computer, do it. bow and arrow. Bow One. and arrow. Uh, computer flaming yeah. arrow, flaming arrow, please. Like, I haven't even right. pushed a boat off yet. Ensign Martin. Here you go. Ensign Martin was a, was a wonderful yeah. friend. Ensign Martin. Computer, make was mourners cry, being. please. Thank you. Uh, Ensign Martin really knew how to control that. Wait, what was his position again? Transporter. He was transporter. He was I don't transporter. remember. Transporter. He really knew how to control that transporter like no one else on this ship, and he's going to be. Lopec, missed. do you want to say anything? Uh, he left you in as well. It is your yeah, he did. funeral. Uh, Lopec, yeah, I have, I have nothing to add. I have, I have nothing to add. You all covered the bases sure. really well. All right, I'm going to shoot the arrow. Shoot Here the we arrow. go. Lopec, that was a wow. that was a beautiful service, wow. Lopec. Yeah, uh, Lopec, um, you also, really know how to honor people. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'll I'll the the only good news is that this will probably this the recording of this will probably never make it to his family in the Alpha Quadrant. So why uh, is that? Well, because we're never going to get. We're home. stuck I in mean, the Delta Quadrant. You you I, guys won't. Fine. You guys won't get home. I'll get home. So right, I have to gonna, speak to his like grandchildren or something like that. Great, they'll be able to see such you a, can, the great ceremony that you put on for them. And you can tell them how great of a ceremony you 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 plan. Yeah, I mean, probably won't. I probably won't. Uh, and also, be careful with the number of babies you put in this program because there's a certain threshold where you have a certain amount of babes, <laughs> and Tom and Kim just take over the program. Wait, yeah, computer, a, can you add a hundred more babes, There's a babe please? threshold? <laughs> yeah. <there's, laughs> everybody knows this. There's a babe threshold in a program and it alerts Tom Paris and Harry Kim and then they just waltz in and they t- take over the program. They have like a <laughs> notification thing on their wrist that just says like hundred babes in Tom, the holiday. Tom has it set up. Yeah, it's it's a jury rigged thing, but it's definitely, everybody knows this. You put, you put too many know. babes in here and yeah. I guess that makes sense. I, I tried to come here and put Honestly, 150 babes in they here call and it they just showed up. It's yeah. a babe alert. Babe alert? <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly surprised that Tom Paris didn't make his babe alert just like uh, threshold one. <laughs> like that would make more sense to me if his threshold well, was one. He's got one, a real holodeck addiction, you know, so at this point he's... he's he, it he doesn't, knows. one just doesn't work. It doesn't needs, work for him. Yeah. 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 yeah it makes sense. <sighs> okay. Well, well I'm, I'm gonna go sailing. I'll see you guys. Yep, I'm just gonna have. Have you guys ever noticed that whenever somebody goes sailing in this or like it goes swimming, they run off and they just disappear? Well, like we don't see them. The program has for to a while. change. It has to load different assets for that person in the holodeck. Oh well, why don't we get to see it? Well, because it it can't. It doesn't work. Like the way you see it will be different from their perspective. Gotcha. That's weird. Okay. Well, it's like, the more you think about hollow technology, it's just too much. You know, it's just don't overcomplicate um, it. Computer, yeah. convert um, funeral into Talaxian dance party. Okay, now we're talking. Oh, oh God. Uh, computer, make sure we blur, blur feet. Blur those feet, Just baby. blur feet All on that. Feet. Yeah, let's <laughs> do like a 75% blur on those feet. 
Yeah. We don't want to blur too many feet. Just well, all Talaxian no, no feet. No yeah, Talaxian just... feet. Well, my shift's about to start. Um, I took a shift uh, mid mid this whole thing, so I got to go. <laughs> okay. Wow. Getting those overtime replicators. I that cup that Dylan has is so big. And the other thing about it is like it was $17 for the cup because it was a soda probably. I don't even think it was a beer. Yeah, that's a lot of sugar. And that's a lot it of money. It would have been a lot a of beer too. I know. Like you could buy you can buy a, like two uh 2 liter sodas for probably less than 17 bucks. Yeah. For two two liters, you can buy like four for seventeen dollars. Yeah. Easily. There's a there's a gas station franchise in the southeast. I think it goes in maybe all the way to Texas called Quick Trip. Yeah. You know about Quick Trip. I know Quick Trip. And they have sodas that are designed to to up the diabetes rates in the Southeast. Uh, Cause you pay like 79 cents for, you know, like a gallon jug, basically. It's like a big gulp, oh, God, but like, like on gulp. crack in high school. That was like, yeah, my friends, <laughs> we would just go and get one of those <laughs> and just hang out. God, how horrible that Guys, was. I think if I ever owned, I think if I ever owned like a minor league baseball team, uh-huh. I'd have like a two liter Tuesdays and it'd be like, you could get a two liter of soda for like five bucks and we put like a crazy straw in it. So like we just open it up, <laughs> throw like a giant crazy straw. And Everyone's it, holding two liters. To you. Two liters, just walking around <laughs> with their two liters. <laughs> so you'd have to, you'd have to strap like a handle on it because holding yeah. It'd be really hard to hold a two liter with one hand. Listen, you know what I do? I get the, I'd get like mini versions of the Target, how they have the handles that you can strap to like toilet yeah. paper or like boxes. No, the thing is, if you're only charging five bucks, they got to figure it out. They you got to figure, figure out how to hold it if you're only going to charge five bucks. That would be a nightmare. You go on a two liter Tuesday? Hell Absolutely. Yeah. That would only last Tuesday. like two Tuesdays. And then you'd have to sell it, the baseball team for because yeah, you spent be so a, much money inc- on soda. An incredible bit. <laughs> soda soda is a money making thing. They, they you lose money to so people buy other right. things. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Sorry guys, um, I've, I've tapped out a bit. It was a good bit, and I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I, I just got an alert. <laughs> Are you ready for a huge bummer? What happened? No. Nichelle Nichols, the original Uhura, passed away. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Man, you heard it here live on Trek to the Holodeck. Three days after it If you're watching the stream. Wait, three days? If you're watching the stream, you got it. (laughs) Three days after it happened. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. That's so sad. sad. R.I.P. Celia Gooding tweeted about it. The Uhura on uh, Strange New Worlds. So. Yeah. Um, but what a what a total legend. Absolutely. Michelle Nicole was. Uh, she's great. She did so much with very little. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we're gonna very be real. little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, basically being the ship secretary. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I ruined everything. <laughs> 
It's okay. We got to rate this episode. Got to we got to go trash and... fire of an episode. It's not a trash fire. It's a no, it's, it's like a, a it's like a a campfire. We didn't want we didn't ask the question, <laughs> would you watch the episode for Holodeck alone? Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. I would, I would too. The, the Neelix yeah. stuff All, and the oh and the breakup yeah. scene. Uh, honestly, uh, Bolana, yeah. Bolana also editing the program. Hell yes. yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Right. No, no, I added my own. She stuff said, to Don't this. worry, and it's then, fine. I made my it's own. It's cool. Edits. We're good. <laughs> I love this. This is such a weird nineties interpretation of what people want. It's just porn it's like what nineties porn is like, where everybody is is fake and tan and steroidly muscle muscly. It's a classic it's, depiction of of yeah. It, have I you guys been to West Hollywood lately? Okay. So the guy <laughs> no. looks like he's from West Hollywood. <laughs> He looks like he I know, belongs, I know like he's 30 guys. I know 30 guys that look like that. <laughs> well, yes. Now, they wouldn't okay, be following Milana. They'd be following Tom, they, but still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that guy absolutely looks like he's a table And they would be something. wearing the same clothes. The same, <laughs> the same little thing. G-string thong thing. Incredible, incredible stuff there. <laughs> Would this be Bolana's type? Even I, it's I not about that. Know. It's purely about the physical interactions. Yeah. It's she's not about. She's yeah, but like I, you would expect it to be. I don't know. I don't know. Like a because she's got that half Klingon thing, but I guess she's also half human. She so. likes Tom. Tom's like the Tom's most such a dad. Yeah, but he's just like the most boring white dude. <laughs> he's rebel generic dad. white dude. <laughs> generic white dude. Yeah, this is a white guy. Uh, okay, and then there's a cast breakup scene, and then uh, yeah, the dancing. The, All right, dialogue. Yeah, first edit. Um, I, I gotta get. I'm actually gonna give the dialogue a four for that scene where they break, where the warlord in Kess. Really? It's a very real conversation of like it feels like every time I make new friends, you want to make <laughs> involve yourself and make yourself a part of I it. I said Kess calling. I gave it a five because I said Kess calling out Neelix's oh, seasons long, jealous and creepy, possessive behavior. Yeah, uh, and uh, Bolana being on board with the hot volleyball players. Um, it's great. It's genius. <laughs> I uh, I gave it a four point five exclusively for moaning ecstatically. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that is actually not dialogue, but I love he's, it. Okay. He's, uh, he makes four, noises. Four point five. Four or five. I can't believe I'm the lowest. It's dialogue score on to that. the. It's dialogue to the extent that they had to write it into the closed, closed captions, like yeah. the subtitles. Uh, I also want to add because you mentioned the volleyball players that physically. Uh, these do not look like the body types of people who are very good at volleyball. <laughs> that is a, a, a sport that is demanding in, in, a, in a very specific, you know, just in the way that physiognomies are physiognomies, physiology. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, physical assets like work better in certain sports. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, a woman's, anyways. anybody, any woman's no, absolute- volleyball player could beat the absolute shit out of me. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> they are more muscular this, and more like better at more physically active and physically like um, not that yeah. any of those women I could beat them up. I'm not telling what I'm saying, but it's like those women didn't look <laughs> like volleyball assumed, players. That's yeah, I'm going to go beat up those women. You Why know? do you only ever look at women in, through the lens of Just, can, can I, or I can I, beat I not? Them I don't look up. at women at all. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see, doesn't see women. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely was Harry Kibbs like c- cover, right? Yeah. Where he's like, that's my it's a volleyball program. Yeah. yeah. To play volleyball with Paris them. is like, volleyball players don't look like, volleyball players are attractive or whatever tradition, but like, this is not the, <laughs> no, I like to think he was like players. trying to think yeah. of like, oh, what sport has the hottest women? And he's just like, uh, the, the, they're uh, badminton, they're bad, badminton babes. They're badminton babes. Definitely. <laughs> They're like all five four. NASCAR babes. Yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR babes. babes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, romance. It's romantic in the sense of like slash raunch. Kes is like straight up like calling this shit, even yeah. though it's not. It's totally their romantic Kes, relationship. It's yeah. It's weird to say because it's like it's not romantic because it's not how romance should be. But it is very much like it's in the genre of romance. It's in the genre of romance, and it's Kes standing up for herself. Yeah, like, the I, the scene, the second scene, the one where Bellana is there and Neelix calls her and is like, that's where he's like really upset that she's not there. Um, there's a jealousy yeah. aspect of that, which is yep. very romantic. I think is very romantic. Um, I know it's not like overwhelming. Not in a but yeah. It's not a healthy version. No, of romance, and it's very it one sided. Yeah. It's very one sided. Yeah. yeah, the the raunch is off the chain. Also, yeah, yeah the raunch is very high yep, in this. Very high. I'm actually going to give it a five total for the the raunch tips the romance. I was going to also <laughs> yeah. give it a five. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm not going to give it a five. Need to give it a five. Yeah, five. Darius, oh, it is three. Three. Three point Mark. three point five. Yeah. 3.5. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Yeah, we're We've gotten very fun. loose with our ratings, <laughs> people. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm giving this a 0.5 for the action, just for the the choreography that Ethan Phillips has to do. This is a little dance. Uh, zero. Yeah. That zero. doesn't count zero for from me. Dylan. Yeah, Darn, it's a zero, zero action for zero. me as well. Mark. Zero. <laughs> you guys are cowards. You guys are cowards. We've done. We've given points for choreography before. Suspense. We have. We have. Um, yeah, and Warlord the Kings? reason why I didn't give that a, a, any points for choreography is it didn't look like it was choreographed. No, it <laughs> looks like Ethan Phillips just, they were like, dance. He's like, what? Dance. dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> David dance. Livingston pointed the camera at them and it's like, just dance for a few seconds. It, we're just going to use it as a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave this a 2.5 uh, for suspense because they make all these crazy changes and it's, is Neelix going to love it or is he going to hate it? And Neelix is all in. <laughs> he like scowls yeah. and then he's like, Let's fucking go. And he's just he's, like, hell uh, yeah. But Neelix. there's like this little two and a half second thing where he's like, is the, he going to be pissed as hell or is he going to love it? And he loves it. Right. Neelix this is, is when they start right. turning that character into the teddy bear as opposed to like the, yeah, the weird creepy guy. Like, okay, lover. fine, whatever. I'll do he's it. He's such a pushover. <laughs> he just wants people to like him. And like, I know they come pathetic. in here and fuck up his program and he just goes, yeah, this is sick. Sympathy. It's like, I don't no. know. I don't know from Neelix's standpoint if this is like a pushover thing. It feels more like a like I I just want everybody like there's a difference between pushover and I want everyone to be happy. Where it's like Neelix's whole thing is just like as long as everyone's like having a good time, I'm gonna have a good time. Like, I guess <laughs> it just reads a lot more like I just want people to like me. Like I just yeah. get that little bit of desperation from him. Yeah, I'll give it a one for for that moment, and also like 
is Kes going to be really mean to Neelix when she's breaking up with him because the warlord's in control? Or it was actually played very reasonably, and that was suspenseful for me. And we didn't know the warlord was in control just yet. Kind of knew. Is Balan being me knew. mad we about the know. volleyball babes? Nope, because nope. she's got her own. Yep. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. I like I'm gonna that go suspense. with the one. Dylan. One. Dylan. One. Did you not hear? I said one. It. Sorry, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, camp. I'm gonna. It has to be a five. It has to for me. Five. Big, big old, old five. Five. Quinteros. Big old five. Okay. And then the stakes. I don't know. The stakes are pretty low. I feel like. Feels like a. I can't even add a. It's a zero stakes for me. The I, I, I said. I can't, I can't think of any version the, of the, this that has stakes. The stakes for me was a two because it it had an effect on the on the show. The Kess ending True. ended there again, a series long relationship and it ended the relationship for the whole show. they never got back together after this. Um, That's true. Neil, like there was Neil. It's like, Hey, so since you were possessed by a warlord, she's like, Oh no, that part, <laughs> like, that part was actually me. Um, and so, (laughs) and so that just gave me the courage to say it rippled (laughs) through the show and they just never got back together. And even Ethan Phillips talked about it afterwards being like, is this really how we were going to end this? And the, the showrunners were like, yeah, that's how we're going to end it. So, and he was like, they couldn't figure out about it. So that's fair. I'll give it a one. Uh, two. I like that too. The the stakes. I felt the stakes for both Kess and uh, and Neelix. I'm so. gonna go with the one point five. One point five. Okay, we were in danger of that episode being way overranked. A projections situation. <laughs> we, hey, we balance it out. You we gave him stuff for dancing. You gave him points for dancing. Yeah, get the fuck. <laughs> out I gave of him here. half a point for dancing. Okay, <laughs> half a point. Half a point. Uh, computer, what's the final score? Calculating. Two point eight three. Two point eight three. Okay, it's actually pretty good for a Voyager episode. I mean, not too it's bad. actually just it's now tied. There's like a three way tie with real life and meld. Incredible. Uh, Honestly, when it comes to score. holodeck content, the beach atmosphere is one of my favorites for holodeck shit. I love it. When he when yeah. he changed the clothes of the waiter. And it was like from a suit to like <laughs> 90s fun clothes. I was like, yeah. I'm all in yeah. on this. I'm sold. But he also, I love that the waiter just kept the like pissed off look on his face. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like party clothes, pissed off look. Yeah. Party clothes, pissed off look. <laughs> I also want to add that he changes the drink. He basically changes it into a Jimmy Buffett margarita. Oh, yeah. Bill, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody into, has a good time in Margaritaville. That is great. The, what's the... What's the name of the uh, the shirt, the design that he he wears to this program like a few episodes later? Oh, like the Hawaiian uh, surf? Yeah, they had a specific word for a, it, didn't they? It's a something bu- like... What? Tommy Bahama, oh. basically. <laughs> it's basically Tommy Bahama, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah this is... Anyways, uh, Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville, check it out. It's in every place. <laughs> it's in. There's a musical. Does there's the Made of Margaritaville <laughs> musical? No, I believe so. Way. <laughs> like a ju- I'm assuming it's a, just a jukebox musical. I think so. Of Jimmy Buffett songs, probably, most likely, probably. That's, that yeah. sounds about right. Uh, okay, all right, folks. Great work. Great work, Warlord. 
Voyager month continues. Voyager month continues. Ne- next up, next week, we're going to do Persistence of Vision. Okay. Voyager season two, episode eight. Very nice. Which one? Just got to get through this. Which one is this stuff. one? <laughs> okay, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Uh, Bigfoot just put it in our chat, but I, I found it as well. Uh, the, the musical is called Escape to Margaritaville. <sighs> It's a musical that was performed in 2017 featuring Jimmy Buffett's songs. The plot revolves around a part-time bartender and singer who falls for a career-minded tourist. The show features music and lyrics from Jimmy Buffett with book, dialogue, and plot written by Greg Garcia and Mike O'Malley. Cool. There's no way this this musical got good reviews. Well, it only ran (laughs) for one year. Do you know what I imagine this musical being? It's the musical that they put on uh, the Margaritaville uh, uh, cruise that that probably exists. There's a Margaritaville the oh, okay. cruise. I mean, there probably is a I'm Margaritaville guessing. cruise. Absolutely. You're right about that. They'll make a musical out of anything these days. It's True. turned into just like complete mayhem. Well, it's just like it's yeah. turned into the movie industry. Yeah. There's one. Yeah. There's one here in um, in L. A. We should all go and get Margs there. Universal City Yeah, there's one in City yeah. Walk. And then we can go yeah, I get go 15% see a movie. off there, guys. So Why? If you do it. Why do you get 15% yeah. off there? Because <laughs> I have a universal annual pass. It, oh my it's an God. AP holder. Why do you have a universal? Question Why do you have a universal annual pass? <laughs> uh, friend wanted to go, and then I looked at the costs, and I was like, well, I go to Universal City Walk often enough because it, it comes with a parking pass <gasps> to see movies. Really? Yeah, but Shit. it's only good up until 6 p.m. So you, if you want to see matinees at Universal City Walk and not pay for parking. That's But fucked. it's great because it's it's the closest movie theater. That's true. So, yeah, it'll, it'll, it, it's it's fine. Not until Cinerama Dome okay. comes back. Then it's the, game over. Yeah. The cruise is called <sighs> Margaritaville at Sea. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. Three <laughs> days, two night cruise sailing from Port of Palm Beach to Freeport, Grand Bahama Island. <laughs> so when Margaritaville <laughs> is at sea, it's in international waters. So does that make it like a neutral? You could have like a world congress. Yeah, probably. At Margaritaville. <laughs> <Not> Margaritaville. <laughs> Everything if Trump good was still happens. president, Intro that would absolutely music happen. was provided yeah. by the artist Bodyline used with permission from the Midwest <laughs> Collective. Hold on. I, uh, I added some new things to our document. Darius, which you have not seen. I haven't seen it. But yeah, just a quick reminder again. uh, Thank you so much, ASUBS, for the donation. Uh, If you feel inclined to donate, check out our coffee. There's going to be a link. I'm going to put a link in in our document. Yeah. In our um, podcast, in the description of this episode. Mm -hmm. You could also find it on our Instagram or Twitter, um, which are at Trek to the Holodeck or Trek to the Deck on Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast if you liked it and you haven't done it already. Um, our our hosting uh, n- network is called IndieSaurus. They have a lot of cool podcasts also, so go check that out. You're listening to an IndieSaurus production. Yeah. Uh, also, um, check out our Discord. That's where all of our other shit is on the Discord. Do we thank Verona Blue? Uh, not yet. Thank you, Verona Blue. For the, for the computer, computer yep. voice? Yep, yep. I think we got it. Man, we are on top oh of it God. this episode. And as always, uh, Viacom CBS, fuck off. Or v- CBS Viacom, which which way is it? Doesn't matter. Viacom CBS. Right. Viacom. Either way, CBS. fuck off. Yeah. I don't know who bought who in the merger. I would assume Viacom um, bought CBS. A merger is close to equal. Yeah, it's like five. Anyways.
Apparently, I found out recently, I heard recently that the Paramount Plus app on PS4 basically doesn't work. So, <laughs> shocker. I love that their app is just across the board, it just is horrible everywhere. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna become you imagine, a, a Viacom. C- could you imagine being a like multinational entertainment company and having an app on a platform that just is unusable, like just unusable? <laughs> Not only that, of which there are like 150 million units out and there's, there. Like there's so many PS4s right. out and it there. hosts so many shows and like so many like high quality programs and like new stuff. Like they're putting out new stuff. It just doesn't work. It's insane God. shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna become a super fan of Viacom CBS. I'm gonna get some Viacom T-shirts and just like really go hard. <laughs> it's for it's our most used app. We use it more than any other app. That is unfortunate. God damn it! <laughs> I use it quite a bit too. Same. Yeah, folks. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 